0: Welcome back once again to another edition of Flobo, saw Netflix. Another show where we go into the deep dark archives of the Netflix library to talk about things you should probably check out if you have the time. Uh, for those of you on the audio version, thank you so much. As I mentioned in an earlier episode, you guys make this show a reality. This show is being streamed and downloaded uh, in Saudi Arabia, in Yemen, in Kuwait, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and more. You guys are amazing. Uh, for those of you on the YouTube side of things, youtube.com slash boys, you can see my face. So if you ever want to cross promote, if you ever want to listen to the audio version or see the video version, you can, youtube.com slash boys and stream the audio version, listen to your podcast and if you want to hear or see my take on stand-up comedy specials the comedy edition is exclusively on my patreon that's patreon.com slash i've been a comedian for about whew, seven years or eight years which is crazy i go into comedy specials break them down and then approach it as a fellow comic so make sure you check out that this episode, uh, we go back to the United States. I know when I'm doing these solo episodes, I tend to go all over the world because that's the kind of person I am to learn more about our planet. But this one here is in the United States. It was recommended for me from Netflix itself on the algorithm. But 99%, they thought it was a match. 97%, excuse me. That's still pretty good Uh, it's called attack of the hollywood cliches it is a documentary slash special it technically is a documentary but it's done so fast kind of like uh wham bam thank you ma'am it's really more like a netflix special it's under an hour so definitely something you can watch on your lunch break if you time it right (laughs) um this one here reminds me of one of my favorite documentaries of all time This film is not yet rated. If you haven't seen that, it came out about 10, 15 years ago now, you should. It's pretty great. Talks more about the film rating system and like the nebulous nature about that only because this kind of uh, show takes a very humorous skew about what goes on in movies. As the title suggests, it's about cliches, and they go through a lot of them, like the cute meat when couples meet up, uh, the white savior, the magical negro, the car chase. So there really is something for everyone. So in that way, it isn't one, necessarily one movie, it is a framework to talk about, I think, I'm just eyeballing it now, 15 or 20 or so cliches in that hour. Um, and it's hosted by Rob Lowe. What Rob Lowe does, he's kind of like the framework guy. Intro, outro, does some of the segment changes he does a pretty good job. Uh, he's been going into his uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, a self-assured, almost cocky persona, which is kind of what Rob Lowe is now. That's fine. Um, because he is basically reciting jokes, I do think a lot of the humor misses. But when it hits, I found myself chuckling a couple times. But not like in a <laughs> kind of way. But definitely in a, oh man, that is so dumb. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has uh, a no-critic score on this one, but about 57% uh, from the audience basically their temperature of this one whereas imdb has a 6.1 which is usually the opposite usually imdb tends to be more conservative that's why i like to use them their rating system as a reference point on the show and i say look it's not going to change your life you're not going to sit there and go oh my gosh i've learned so much more insightfulness on the surface cliches are cliches for a reason if you're a lover of film and television shows which i'm assuming you are because you're on netflix and you're listening to my show thank you very much you already know half of these so when someone goes yeah characters you stand away from a funeral in the distance it's a cliche you go okay yeah whatever but what I do think it's worth a watch uh, is a lot of the experts they have are working in active critics or film scholars that say hey look this happens all the time but it really started with this movie or it may not have started with that movie but this particular film was a typical uh, use of this cliche and it caused a cascading effect for those of you who don't know, when people say, where do you get off doing a Netflix recap show, it's because, hey, look, I am a film school graduate. Uh, just full disclosure, I have a master's of fine art in film production with an emphasis in editing from Chapman University, Dodge College, School of Film and Television, or Media Arts. I forget, the name changes. But, you know, I went to Chapman University, I have a film degree there. And some of the cliches were kind of um, funny to me. Like the Wilhelm Scream, if you guys don't know, it's a very... Uh, popular sound effect when people are getting hurt or shot at, they do a a weird scream, and they said, and rightfully so, the Wilhelm scream was an inside joke for filmmakers. They tried to put this old screaming sound effect in movies from the 50s through today. When I was in film school, I learned about that in class. And it, what was pretty funny is that it became tradition inside that circle. And they say inside joke on the on the, the, the show, but it became a, a tradition. Like You were now in this circle of those who knew of the Wilhelm scream or the Wilhelm scream. And to be able to use it in our own little rinky-dink student films, I, that was really the first time for me when I was in film school where I felt like I was part of the process Um, and a lot of times we see in this it comes from homage there are cliches we do because we just know of the same seven stories that most films fall into their frameworks. But sometimes as an auteur, as a creator, you can say, Hey, no, I want to give a reference to what happened before. I want to say, Hey, look, I was influenced by this film. I want to put that into this film, which is kind of an interesting dynamic. So as a film school graduate, a lot of it's information I already knew of, but it was kind of light, easy breezy. I mean, I, I, played it while I was cooking my meal so it's not going to demand too much attention and Rob is entertaining enough uh but well it's not going to uh change your life I don't think it's not going to shift the tectonic plates of your well-being so I wouldn't say oh man you gotta see that like how I am passionate about the documentary this film is not yet rated I feel that's the big difference whereas the Netflix one is more like popcorn uh this film not yet rated and enter aims to entertain and educate first and i think that's the big difference this is why i kind of hesitate calling it a documentary even though it kind of is structurally it's really done more for entertainment value than educational value and well if you believe in entertainment good luck to you well that has been this edition Flobo on netflix make sure you check out the shows and let me know what you think and if you want a movie or tv show you want me to review let me know in the in the comments below if you're watching the video version or if you're on the audio version hit me up on that social media space i'm at flobo boys on twitter or at flo Bito on instagram and let me know what you want me to review on flobo on netflix